everybody's got a story. As you start to untangle and unwind yours, you deserve support and guidance on that path. Welcome to the Story Healer Sessions. Hey, lovely. Today's session is with Solveig Peterson, who's a relational communication professor and a personal life coach. So the wisdom, the vulnerability, the dots that she connects during this session are not to be missed. Remember, you can pause the podcast at any time if the questions that I ask feel powerful for you and you want to explore some of this as well. Thank you so much for joining in the podcast, supporting Solvay, and helping all of us heal the stories and change our world. Let's head into the session. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. I am thrilled to have Solvay Peterson here with us today to go through the journal, to pull a card and see what magic comes up for you. So thank you. Thank you for being here. Oh my goodness. Thank you for having me and inviting me. And I'm, I'm just really so excited for exploring with you today. (laughs) Totally. (laughs) Yes. And this is certainly a realm that you are no stranger to. You have done incredible work for yourself, walking other people through that in so many different areas. So I am genuinely excited to see what comes through for us on this adventure. Oh my gosh, me too. And just, I'm just really honored to be in curiosity with you today. Totally. Fantastic. All right. So you've got the story healer deck there in front of you. I'm going to have you in however feels best, go ahead and shuffle the cards and see which one feels right or pops out. Okay. Just take a moment for that. Hmm. Okay. I got this one. It's uh, I'll read it. I am not a final product. My growth and change is an enduring part of me. Excellent. I love this card. I love all of them. I say that every time. Literally. <laughs> totally. It's worst. I need to stop saying that. <laughs> no, no. I mean, you could love all of them. <laughs> you did make them. I think it makes sense that you would love all of them. <laughs> One would hope. Yes. <laughs> okay. So it's on page 77 in the journal. And I'll just go ahead and read the kind of the intro to this card. What you needed yesterday is very possibly not what you'll need today. It's okay to have your needs change and desires shift, Story Healer. Have you ever tried changing your favorite food? Just thrown the old idea out the window and approached the next meal with a wild abandon of someone who is thrilled to discover what their new favorite food is. Imagine celebrating your constantly changing self and flourishing in new possibilities. There is no finish line involved here. So I'm so curious, so like, as you hear that, what is your first thought as to why this card came to you? Mm. Well, first I was like, yes, I agree. <laughs> I feel like this is such a, like, why the, okay. Well, let me say a couple things. One, um, like this is such an important lesson and one that I think, um, mm. I'm still like learning. I think, you know, I mean, to understand that there's not like a destination um, Mm -hmm. and that this is like a path that I'm on uh, in this lifetime Mm -hmm. feels just really true, but also like 
I think there have been times where I've thought there would be a dust, like some sort of destination that I would have felt. Right. I mean, there are moments where I feel like, oh, I've arrived in this moment of something. Like I do have those moments, but yeah. Um, so there's two questions on kind of like the intro part of it. And these questions are not necessarily meant to be answered, but more about getting us thinking about this card in a new way. So the first question is, what if this current version of you shifted? The second one is, would it be okay to let go of old parts of you? I'm always curious when working with people because we think of the current version of ourselves as like, we're either like, oh, thank goodness we made it this far or, Mm. oh my gosh, I can't wait to get out of this phase of life, you Mm. know, but very Mm. rarely do we get an opportunity to like sit and hold it lightly, celebrate where we're at and also know the only thing that is predictable about it is that it will change. Mm-hmm. you know, which mm-hmm. I think people who do this work a lot, it's a part that you just have to accept with it, you know? Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. others are like kicking and screaming every time things have to shift. Yeah. Super <laughs> resistant. Totally. Yeah, yeah. I probably one of the, I think, I think of myself as somebody who's like pretty open to change and shifting and, mm-hmm. um, it, this is a really interesting moment, right? Because the past two, two ish years have been so weird. Right. And there's like, Mm -hmm. like I have seen parts of me that I was like, Oh, I really knew that was there. And now it's even more there. And then other parts, I like, I feel like I've shifted and changed. And now I'm in this place of like, okay, well, like, who am I now in this moment where I'm able to feel like I can be out in the world more. And like, you know, some of my friendships have changed and my romantic life has changed. And like Mm -hmm. my career is pretty much the same, but obviously there's elements of that have changed. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they're there. So yeah. What if this current version of me shifted? I'm, I'm first of all, like, well, I love, I love myself right now and I'm also okay yeah. with things changing. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> <feel> that. <laughs> yeah. Like that's what I'm, that feels like such a perfect way to embody the holding lightly. Or I'm, you know, you're celebrating what is yeah, with the knowledge that it will change, that is inevitable, but like that there is joy in how, yeah. how it's unfolded. Yeah. Cool. I feel in a moment of gratitude right now in many ways, in, mo- in many ways, a moment of appreciation in my life. Um, and I love the question, would it be okay to let old parts of you go? Uh, I love that question. Okay. So I'm in a moment that I'm, it's a pretty early moment in some ways and in other ways not. Um, but I just, you know, I ha- I think I mentioned to you, I have this long distance relationship mm-hmm. and, you know, even in like, I mean, now it's been probably like, if we don't count this, like two years of like, what are we stuff, stuff happening? It's probably been like four or five years since I've been in a relationship of any like romantic relationship of any significance. Sure. So the reason I mentioned that is because I just went and was spent time with him over the holidays and I came back um, and it was the first time where I was like, oh, I have a, I have a partner. Like I'm, oh. I'm partnered Yeah, like, in a while. I haven't felt that way in a while. And of course, like who I am at, you know, I'm 43, who I am at 43, like feel like even still, I'm like, do I call him my boyfriend? Like, I don't, do I like the oh, word boyfriend anymore? I do I over yeah. it? Like it feels weird, <laughs> uh-huh. but also I guess he's my boyfriend. Um, <laughs> you know, 
<laughs> these things that are so anyways, I mean, one, it's been interesting. It was interesting being there with him and also in this moment now of like, okay, so there, I, I, in some ways I'm very proud, maybe isn't quite the right word, but like I honor having been a single adult who really wanted a partner for a long time. Like that was like a story that was like, I really want to be with someone. And it's been a story I've told myself a lot. Mm -hmm. And so in this moment, I'm like, Oh, like, okay, now I'm a person that has a partner. (laughs) Like, I mean, who knows exactly how that's going to look or what's going to happen next. Like there's a lot of unknowns of like what comes next from here. Um, But when I think about would it be, okay to let old parts of you go. I think about even just like visiting him and being together and thinking about how I have certain ways I do things. But like, if I'm going to choose to be in a partnership, there's compromise. It's like, there's like, there's going to be things that are like the way he likes to do things that I am just grappling with. Like, okay, like, am I ready for that? (laughs) Let the part of me that doesn't care about nobody yet. Judge me if you will. Doesn't do my dishes all the time. Um, very well. And is a little messy. Probably that part would have to like step it up a notch because that's not his vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Even just like a little example like that. (laughs) Totally. I think you've highlighted a really beautiful part there because it's like the old part that you would have to let go is control. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 Because <laughs> all yeah. of those parts you're describing there are, you know, when you're single, you have a hundred percent control over yeah. your life yeah. and how, when someone does the dishes and how they do them and all of that. And yeah. so, you know, what a, uh, what a like place of tension between, I want a partner. I am so excited to welcome them in my life. Mm-hmm. I also love having control over every part of my life. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 That would be that would be an interesting road to be walking down. Yeah, especially at this point in life, right? Or I like I mm-hmm. am, I mean, especially like I've had to be very not self-sufficient. I have lots of people that support me. I am like interdependent, sure. absolutely, right? But like I live with my dog and my cat. And especially mm-hmm. over the past years, it's been it's sometimes a very lonely road of just like the two of us and yeah. three of us, I guess. And, uh, and um, yeah, so yeah. So like this sort of like, I'm really excited about this. It's also strange, I guess, like just to add to that, like being with him for like 30 days straight and then coming back to Alaska and being like, oh, now I'm sort of back to my old life again. Like what then? Oh, yeah. what, like, like there's this like I'm letting go, but I'm not letting go. Which parts am I letting go of? Like okay, but also I now I'm just like here again. <laughs> He's not <Totally>. here. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. I just feel like there's some identity stuff that's like in the process of shifting, but I'm like in the shift. I'm in the what parts am I letting? What old part? Like I I think I am letting go of the single part of me for at least for the moment. Uh, yeah but she's pretty fun. So who, who am I as like fun partnered person too? Yeah. Okay. So that really, that leads perfectly into the first question Mm -hmm. on the next page. It feels safer to stay the same version of myself. because. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I love what you're saying there. You put a lot of energy and effort into cultivating the single version of you that you loved. Yeah. That you that's, were empa- really that's empowered. That's like, yeah. yeah, like I have a, I have an amazing life. It's not 
what everybody else's life looks like as a 40 something, but like, it's my life and I'm going to love it. Like, even if I want these things, even if I want these other things, like, okay, this is where I'm at. So Mm -hmm. I want to be present and appreciative. Yeah, absolutely. So what are some things that come to mind that where it does feel safer to stay in the single version, to stay in your place with your pets and your, I mean, in this particular moment, in this situation, um, you know, he lives far away. It feels safer in the sense that like, well, I know how to live in Alaska. I know how to have my Mm -hmm. job in Alaska. I know um, my life here. I know how to be like, to take really good care of myself. Mm -hmm. And I also feel like the last two times I've tried to do that with somebody else in a partnership, uh, it hasn't gone great (laughs) and I've Mm. been less happy. And so one of the stories I continue to like, you know, when it's safer. So if if it's safer to stay the same version of myself, like I'm good right now. I know how to take good care of myself. Do I know how to do that when I'm living with somebody else? that I'm not sure yet. (laughs) Yeah. Out of curiosity, what do you think the story is that you took forward? Like after the second time that cohabitation didn't work out, what did you carry forward from that? Well, uh, um, they were, they were different situations that didn't work Mm -hmm. out. Like there's the, the details of them were different. So, you know, not the same people, not the same details around it, but Mm -hmm. I think there is something there of like, I know how to, um, be, I'm trying to figure out, I feel like it's deeper than I know how to be happy on my own. That's like the thing that's coming up though, is like, Mm. uh, when I'm with somebody else, I am really like, uh, the empathic part of me struggles. Yeah. Um, and if they're like having a hard time, then I seem to have like have a harder time and it's an, a bit of an mm-hmm. energy drain for me. And so I think I felt really, really protective of myself going forward that like, mm-hmm. okay, na- well, I mean, okay, here, can I articulate this? Like, um, there's a lot of fear of making the wrong choice. Oh, interesting. Okay. With the next person I'm with, uh, which is yeah. probably why this has taken me two years or two ish years to be like, oh, I have mm. a partner. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Story Healer. I hope you're enjoying Soul Based Session. I just wanted to take a minute to remind you that I have a Patreon that's available now, and it's an opportunity for you to have access to even more exclusive content one-on-one sessions, you get the podcast a week earlier, and so many other benefits like the journal, an art print, and an exclusive sticker. So if you're someone that's on a path to heal the story and change your world, consider the Patreon as a source of monthly support where you can better identify some of the stories that have been holding you back and how to start moving forward. All right, we'll get back into Solvay's session. What's the story like? What's the meaning that gets applied mm-hmm. if you were to make a bad choice? Ugh, ugh. Only because it was so painful getting out of those last two situations that it's like, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, 
I don't want to do that again. Mm -hmm. It's also interesting being a person who like teaches relational communication and, you know, and cares deeply about like those things to Mm -hmm. have felt like I couldn't do it or I like didn't succeed, even though I would not say to somebody else, like, I don't think relationships are failures. Like, I don't think I I don't like believe in that actually. Um, And yet there's probably a part of me that's like, why couldn't you do it? Totally. Totally. Like, aren't you supposed to be an expert at this stuff? Like, I don't even know if I agree with the word expert. Like there's lots of words here. I'm not sure I agree with, but like, you know, there's a, there's a, a fear of like, what if I, what if I mess it up again? Yeah. So not that I messed it up. I think it was a co-created mess. Absolutely. It wasn't just me. (laughs) But what if I, what if I can't do this again? What if I make a bad choice again? Like, what if this person isn't good for me? Like all of those things that are like, there are no guarantees. Take a step back with me, like 10,000 foot view on this. When it came to making choices as a kid, Mm -hmm. how do you think you were seen by like your parents? Were you an impulsive decision maker were you a slow, thoughtful one? Were you, what comes to mind there? I think I'm pretty slow and thoughtful. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I definitely identify with being like a slow and thoughtful human. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. that's pretty consistent. Yeah. Okay. So as you've gone throughout life, you've made many big, big decisions in Mm -hmm. life. I'm sure Mm -hmm. that slow and thoughtful pace that you've taken, do you feel like that is, how do I want to say that? Does that feel like a part of you that you are proud of? Does it feel Mm -hmm. like a part of you that it just simply is, that's just your nature? Yeah, I think so. I think it's, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, that slow, thoughtful part of me is like, yeah, it's pretty consistent. And I, and I, yeah, I'm good with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So through that lens, it's like, you know, gosh, there's really almost no need to worry about the relationship because you have a hundred percent success rate of being okay. Oh yeah. See, I knew I was going to cry at some point. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, yeah. It's interesting. It's just, but it is like a, um, well, it just is releasing a version of myself and being open to the new one that's being created. Right. And like, yeah. like you said, not fully having control of what is going to happen, not knowing what's going to happen. Right. Like there's no, I don't, I know people sometimes say like, oh, I'm so envious of these people too. <laughs> say like, I was sure. And I had no doubts about like a person or whatever, like those I'm so envious of them. (laughs) I get that. I'm like, I always, I just always have some doubts. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that's another piece is like, well, well, maybe I should hold on to a little bit of that part of me that knows how to be single, like on, because you know, you don't know what's going to happen next. Right. So yeah. One thing I was most surprised about in my um, partnership with JP was how much I had to change. <laughs> what were some of the things, you? if you're willing to share, uh, <laughs> like what was the thing where you were like, ah, really? 
Um, I had no idea how controlling I was because Mm. my control is emotional. Mm. I want you to be okay. (laughs) I want everyone around me to be okay. Oh, me too. Oh, tell me more about this. Please help me learn. (laughs) Have you figured this out? (laughs) And in all of my previous relationships, I really saw myself as the one who was more grounded, maybe more elevated and like bringing the really, I was trying to bring the relationship forward. Mm -hmm. And there was a moment early on in JP and mine relationship where he said, something to the effect of like, I thought you were supposed to be good at this. Like you were married for 15 years. Like, why are we in all this conflict and everything? And then it was like watching the light bulb go on for him. He was like, wait, you're not good at this. We are both in our late thirties and single. Like, like neither of us are good at relationships at healthy relationships. And I was just like, Oh my God, (laughs) what? No, I'm very good at this. I can always tell other people what they need to do. (laughs) So here's a mental exercise that I have to do pretty much every day. And that is to picture in my mind, a steering wheel. And then Mm. I take my hands off of it Mm. because at least 10 times a day, you know, we have two kids, we have JP, we have co-parents, we have the whole thing. And Mm. If everyone would just listen to me all the time, it would go so much better. <laughs> Wait, are you the saying- unfortunate thing is saying that like, do you actually picture <laughs> yourself? I don't know. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> yeah, and unfortunately, I'm just in relationships with a bunch of humans mm-hmm. who have their own wants, desires, and needs, and and it turns out I'm actually not right a lot of the time. One of the like sort of mantras that I say to myself this sounds similar to something that you're saying is like, I'm, but then I, so I take myself in mental loops around this. I'm not responsible for other people's feelings is a, uh-huh. is a thing that I try to tell myself a lot, but then sometimes I'm like, well, okay. But also like things that people do impact other people. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, mm-hmm. so I'm curious where you land in that right now. Like, I love that so much. I think that is a really like a powerful foundation to stand on when you are that kind of like people pleaser, codependent mm-hmm. tendencies, you know, where like, ooh, 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 I will feel so much better if I make you feel better though. Yeah. That will be so good for both of us. Um, so I'm curious, like in that space, when you are telling yourself, I am not responsible for other people's feelings. Like, is there a second part to it that acknowledges the discomfort that you're feeling in that space? Mm, no, but I think I need to mm-hmm. add it. That's interesting. Yeah. And, and I, because mm. I feel like otherwise we have this kind of unfinished thought where I see someone who I would very much like to step in and support mm-hmm. and they don't want me to which mm-hmm. I hate every time. <laughs> why won't you let me do what I'm really good at? We will both feel so much better. But you know, like JP is not a verbal processor. He is mm-hmm. a go by himself and ponderer. And that is so difficult for me every time. And so in the space that also neither of my kids want to verbally process with me. Wow. I just need to 
be okay. Uh, it is, I'm not responsible for their feelings. I trust that they will let me know if I can help them. Mm. And holy shit, babe, this feels so uncomfortable. Mm. I see how much you hate this. Would you like to go take a walk? Would you like to make yourself a cup of tea? That's so good. Well, it, I was, I, I, I'm like writing it down. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Please, please, Solve, please remember this next time. Uh, I, I love, I love so much of the, like the tending to oneself in that. Um, and, it, and it was something, I mean, the reason I like even brought that up is something that you had said about um, earlier when you were saying, you said something like, I, I trust that others have, what did you say? It was, I, mm. I, I mean, you just said I, now I trust they'll let me know if I can help them and this is mm-hmm. uncomfortable and I'm going to go over a walk or whatever, you know, like what like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually don't enjoy this. And I mean, I need to go take care of myself. Um, yes. But also you would say, I trust that they can manage their emotions. Yeah. And so there is a part of that, that some people will not be able to, and they will mm-hmm. throw it on you. And that is just the boundary work that we all do of like, Hey, I can see you're really stressed out. This is not actually about me. And I'm not going to pick this stuff up. If you want to talk about it, I'm always here, but you're not managing your emotions. So, mm. and you're not five years old, so I can't just pick you up and hug you, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah. That's good. You've been, you've been doing some work on that one. Hi, huh? I, I, <laughs> I keep talking with you about that over the years, please. <laughs> um, But the taking care of yourself in that, I -hmm. think is so important because think about what you're really saying when uh, someone's having tension or there's conflict around you and you want to step in and help them with that. What you actually, so that we talk about this in the fight languages all the time, right? What you're actually doing as a fixer fight language, which is what that is, is saying, I want to know that I'm important enough that you will resolve this conflict with me. Mm. And and they step away and they're not doing that. We mm. go after it. We keep after mm. it because we are trying to soothe that part of ourselves. that says, mm. what if I'm not important to resolve this with? What mm. if I'm not worth figuring this out? What mm. if they can really just walk away and I don't matter? Yeah. So in that place, mm. we're going to step in for ourselves because mm. in the end, we really don't need them. We just need them to show up to like soothe this shitty voice inside saying, but don't you care about me? Yeah, that really lands. That really lands. That's, that's Mm -hmm. a beautiful way of saying that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, so these are all the things that I'm like, okay, I'm ready to step into this. I want to step in. I'm ready. I'm ready. But also like, I'm going to have to like release the part of me that gets to journal all night. Some, I mean, I'm sure I can still journal all night sometimes in partnership, but like, I can really like journal all night if I want or you know, whatever, like I can do whatever I want to like do the thing to take care of myself that I could see Mm -hmm. will be, you know, as, as different as I move into like this next season. And yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know exactly. I like all of those things you were talking about. I'm like, I need to write this down for future reference. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, it is like, the the change that came when JP and I got together was um, really difficult. And it was knowing that we had this really profound connection, that it was going to be worth mm-hmm. the uncomfortable places. Mm-hmm. And this was a safe person to navigate them with. How do you feel like you knew that he 
was a safe person that, so that kind of like pinged me in some way when you said that, mm. I'm curious if you, did you know him for a long time before? No. Mm-mm. Was it just no. intuitive? Was it a gut, gut feeling? Yeah. Um, it was when on our first date, he ended up telling me about challenges he had with his daughter. And he said, how do you think I'm doing with this? What should I do differently? And then really thought we had a very thoughtful conversation about it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, wow. Okay. And then we went camping soon after that. And he was the person in the friend group that was really tracking on everybody. And like, you know, like cook, did all the cooking and really was very aware of how everyone was doing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, me also in that, like very aware. And I was like, okay. Mm, Cool. Yeah. So he was in the same place of like the way I've been humaning isn't working. I need to show up differently. And he led the way a hundred percent. And it really took me a long time to be like, also me too. I have to change. (laughs) Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Thank you for sharing that with me. Totally. Okay. I'm excited to go over this third question with you. Giving myself permission to celebrate change. I am excited about. Uh, I mean, one thing I wanted to mention that is like, who I don't know, but like, I'm excited about the possibility of like motherhood in like my life. (laughs) I haven't really talked Mm -hmm. about that at all, but, and I don't know what it's going to look like and Mm -hmm. I don't know how that's going to happen. And I'll probably cry about that too. But like, I think that's coming. I think I just, um, I'm just continue to be aware. It's something I've been aware of for a long time that I would like that experience in my life. And Mm -hmm. I don't know how it's going to (laughs) happen. And it's obviously very tender because it makes me teary, you know, and like emotional. But um, I I think I just over and over again know that that's been a persistent desire. And I've been like, you know, uh, when I talk about being single and then being partnered, like I have thought about like that as a single person, I've I've explored, Mm -hmm. like, do I want to be a single parent by choice? Do I want to be a single mother by choice? And and I may continue to explore that, but right now it feels exciting to like be with someone who might be open to creating that, co-creating a sort of family, whatever it means with me, mm-hmm. um, which is what I've really, really desired is like, I haven't, it's never been a desire to do it on my own. Um, and mm-hmm. I don't think it's like a society. I, I mean, I've checked in with myself a lot to be like, is this society telling me I have to do this this way? But like, I don't think so. Sure. I think it's just like yeah. really what I want is to mm-hmm. like ha- be able to like have an experience of family, I hopefully with another person involved. Um, yeah. I don't know what it looks like. I don't actually know if I can have a baby out of my body. Like, I don't know if that's uh-huh. what it's going to look like. <laughs> yeah. So if, 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 you know, I don't even like, yeah. I'm also like open to, you know, when you, when it's like store, what did this, what did we start with stories I need to let go of? I'm like, also, I feel like I've been in a lot of reckoning in the past couple of years of like, maybe that's not going to be the story of my future. Like, mm. I don't, like, I don't know. And so, so I don't know, but when we, if we're, if we're just thinking about me celebrating change and what I'm excited yeah. about, I'm excited about the possibility of family and w- like what that looks like for creating that in my life. If yeah. that's like, if that's where I'm supposed to go next and it feels like 
it could be. But also, mm-hmm. if that's not, I'm also excited about whatever else is coming. <laughs> right. Truly. Uh, yeah. I, that's yeah. beautiful. Um, it strikes me too as you're, you know, like celebrating these these changes that you are in a space to welcome in your life now. There is so much room to have an inner mother in that space mm-hmm. because she is someone that walks alongside side you and says like I know this is scary, but I know you can do hard things and you can do this Mm. or, um, you know, like welcoming a child or welcoming motherhood in some form. Like I am so excited to see how you will flourish in that. Yeah. You know, just those things that. Can we record those? Can you please put those? I'm going to (laughs) like need that voice memo. From you saying those things. <laughs> Here's the thing though. Yeah. We know exactly what we want to hear. And yeah. we are so often waiting to hear it from someone else. Mm-hmm. And there are such poignant moments when we can say it to ourselves. And for me, like I'm I'm all about the actual legitimate practice of like, oh, sweetheart, goddamn, today was a hard one, you know. Yeah. I saw you showing up the best you could. And at the end of the day, it still sucks. It doesn't feel any better, but that doesn't mean you did anything wrong. I think you should record those all for everyone. To hear you say. <laughs> for any of us that need a reminder of what our, what our inner mother might say. Yeah. That's yes. really beautiful. That's really beautiful. I'm glad, I'm glad you're bringing that in. Cause I think, mm-hmm. yeah, even like you're right. I can, I, I, I have the opportunity to continue to do that for myself. And I like the point yeah. about like, n- n- we, we don't always know like somebody else, whether it's our parents or whoever that we wish would say something to us in a certain way. Like we yeah. can just say that to ourselves, like totally intend to ourselves in those ways. That mm-hmm. is really, that's a really beautiful reminder. Thank you for that. Oh, yes. Okay, so I want you to take a minute and think about what's come up for you today. And if someone were to come whisper in your ear a month from now, a reminder for you, what do you really want to be reminded? From what we've talked about today? Mm -hmm. Or just whatever comes up that would be so helpful. I, I love what we talked. I, I loved everything. We talked like everything. <laughs> I will listen to the podcast again. <laughs> um, no, I think uh, that I really, I mean, I just, I'm glad, I'm glad that this ended with what are you excited about? Cause I feel like I spent a lot of time talking about how like, oh, I'm like in this tension between releasing this old part of myself and welcoming in this new part. But I, I like that we ended in the space of like, Oh, and like, I'm really excited about these things. Like, I don't know how they're going to look, but I'm really excited, um, you know, about that. I think particularly because I'm in this long distance thing, it's easy. Like, I feel like a month from now, I'm going to be even further out from being with this, my my partner. Mm -hmm. And so it's like really good to remember like, okay, like you're going to see each other again soon. And you're really excited about this. Oh, (laughs) beautiful. That feels like, you know, like, I think that's, that's one thing. And then I really love what we talked about, about, I love that you, you invited me to, um, continue the thought, like, thank you. That was like a real beautiful shift for me to like, I think it stops the argument in my head. (laughs) 
<laughs> when you said, I am not responsible for other people's feelings and I trust they will let me know if I can help them. And, mm-hmm. oh, wow, I feel really uncomfortable. How can I take care of myself right now? Like that, awesome. um, that like continuing on of that thought for myself, I think is something um, I would love to have whispered to myself again in a month. And also I intend to remind myself of many times between now and then, because it feels very, very useful for me. <laughs> in my life, it's only every single day. So <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Thank you so much for your time and your vulnerability and sharing this space with me. I think that so many people are going to resonate with where you are in life and how you are choosing to navigate it. So. I'm really glad we can bring it out to the world. Hey, Story Healer, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. I'll see you in the next session as we all change the stories and heal our worlds.